Uno, welcome back to part two of part one. All right, guys, so we're going to get into a little bit more discussion on some fun-filled movies and things we've been actually watching. Part one, we talked about March Madness and how sports are never ending and how everybody's underpaid, but still a great thing to do if you're into it. This fun-filled podcast will be sponsored by Wisconsin, <laughs> land of beer and cheese. Yep. Open for a sponsorship. Yep. If you're looking for a good tourism ad, uh, come to us, Wisconsin. Yeah, it's sad. Like, you go across the Mississippi, and it's just nothing but beer and cheese. Now, we got some good beers in Iowa. We do. But we're we're sparse. Like, I mean that. Like, we've got some really good We uh, still got finish that beer from Dyersville, that textile Textile, place. yeah. I mean, we, we probably within our driving of maybe an hour and a half, we've got probably 20 solid little breweries to go to you go to milwaukee there's 20 breweries within like a quarter mile i mean it's just it's it's dense okay i love that girl you. thick we are going to put a pin in this discussion or it's going to be another half hour i understand so let's move on i understand i could go all along you know that's a great email topic email me your favorite brewery in iowa and in wisconsin if you're a brewery type of person of going also what's your favorite brewery food Best foods you ate in either Wisconsin or in Iowa. All right. Email at movies at bs02 at gmail.com. Thanks for adding in there, Katie. All right. So let's get into spoiler alert. Remember our you, email. Can't, you can't remember anything. You're old. Whatever. God. Glad I got married. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. We're going to get into the new Spider Man movie, No Way Home. So if you don't want to hear, go ahead, turn off. Because we're going to spoil it in three, two, one. All right, here we go. Excellent movie. Uh, Fun-filled Spider-Man gets caught up having his identity identity exposed by... Mysterio. Mysterio. And so he goes over to his fun-filled wizard friend to help erase the minds of everybody. But then he gets all confusion and that he wants to keep the people that know him and love him and support him. That knows him as right. Spider-Man, but... MJ would have forgot that he was Spider-Man. Aunt May would have forgotten. Uh, his fat buddy. Ned. And Ned, he lost weight. He looks good. I'm yeah, not going to call him really fat good. No, he looks good. I'm not I'm not throwing shade. But the, the chubby best friend. So, uh, basically, the multiverse gets all confused. And here comes all of the characters. Bad guys, mind you. The villains from all three Spider-Mans. Um, when I mean by Spider-Mans, I mean the three Sony versions. Correct. So Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, knows that he and is him. Spider-Man. Correct. Includes all the villains have ever known who Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So this was badass because they did an amazing job of tying in all the characters. All the characters were, one, still alive. That was awesome. And one. came back, which was good. <laughs> I was sad that Paul Giamatti didn't make it back as the Rhino. Well, he but he did get mentioned. Had a clip but he's, in that. he's still Paul Giamatti. Show him the respect okay, he deserves. He deserves, but he didn't. Did he know that Peter Parker was Spider Man at the end? Or oh, maybe. Ooh, good one. That That's might good have one. Been but Garfield did reference it. He did reference it. So you had Doc Ock. You had Doc Ock. You had Sandman. Sandman, Green Goblin. You had Jamie Foxx as Electro. Oh, I don't know. Well, the, the electric motherfucker in the Garfield series. And you had the crocodile guy. Yep. Yeah, we had the lizard. Yeah. 
And then you had Green That's Goblin. Five. We got five of them. I thought there were five baddies. Yeah, there was five of them, right? So they slip through the times. They end up in our modern Do you want version. you want to tell them who the version of Green Goblin is in this? It's Willem Dafoe. It is Willem Dafoe. And he's amazing. a shocker. Willem Dafoe needs like three or four episodes. Did they young him up to make him look like that was his version? I'm going to say maybe. You know, because Marvel does a really good job of young him. Yeah, he looked like he did back in 02. Yep, that's kind of what I'm With the Tobey Maguire. Um, And along with that, they did bring in Andrew Garfield, and they did bring in Tobey Maguire. Tobey looked awesome physically. They kept him the same age. It looks like they didn't young him up at all. And Garfield looked like they were literally in the same universe like current day spider-mans yeah. and i really liked andrew garfield as spider-man like i like sally field martin sheen i like that whole play i like the idea of garfield because it made him look like he was a younger kid versus mm-hmm. toby mcguire it's like a college student which was pretty cool how they yeah. did that yeah which is solid um and then now you got the he's just in high school tom holland tom holland's and you know high schooler after the blip and so forth um, it's funny how they intertwine their stories. And he's yeah. talking about, it's like, we were in space. Like, holy cow, you were in space? And we're no, fighting a purple guy. Who's a like, purple guy? <laughs> all three Spider-Mans have got so many emotional <laughs> issues. It's so awesome how they're trying to, like, you know what? You're awesome. No, you're, you're awesome. No, you're great. You're, you're the best. Because they never had that support. No, they didn't. Because up to this point, Tom Holland's had a really good life, mm-hmm. you know, he hasn't had the major tragedy that has ever occurred like all, all right. the other two Spider-Mans until this one. I don't know if we want to get into that. Spoil it. Cut. Let's Spoil it. Not. Just say Aunt May died. Spoil. So, and... yeah, it's Aunt May. <clears throat> she's the one who does the line of great power comes great responsibility. Played by Marissa Tomei. She, she dies. And who ends up killing her is Green Goblin. And she is gorgeous. Oh, she's gorgeous. Oh, and it's Tomei. just heartbreaking how she dies she's got going on so and she's the one who's just like we're gonna help these guys we're gonna get them back to their old universes we're all gonna give them a chance to have a good life that they don't have to be villains we can turn this shit around for them right and and it it played out well um they they successfully cured fixed or sent everybody back where they needed to be um, All the Spider-Mans got to go back to their own universes, but they came with a heavy price. Yeah, I did. And that was the toll that the end brought in was that they were able to fix it by everybody forgetting who Spider-Man was. And then, except for Tom Holland knowing, you know, he'd lose the love of his life so yeah, far. lost his best friend, but it wasn't just Spider-Man. It was who was Peter Parker. Right. Nobody knew who Peter Parker was. Like you don't even know that he's the nephew of Aunt May or anything no. like that. Who the fuck is Peter Parker? Now they know that there's a Spider Man. Right. But who's this Peter Parker guy? And the identity. And I you know, and what it alluded to at the end was that he got his anonymity, you know. Yeah. It just he was in a one room apartment. And he was able to get his suit back together, but no Tony Stark, no, no Avengers. It's like the classic <clears throat> Spider-Man look. It's got like that kind of neon-y blue right. type of look to it. It's like cheap-looking yeah, suit. Starting over from scratch, and I, I, I think that's what kind of it dawned on. Just like this is best for everybody, and it's just like, why do you wear that's a mask? Was the price that he right. could only do it because Doctor Strange could not fix the multiverse with them knowing that there is a Peter Parker. 
Exactly. So it's just <clears throat> erase Peter Parker's memory. Yeah, and that's that's where it comes down to. Um, excellent dialogue between three of them. Great how they tied everybody together. Great how the characters came in from. You know, <laughs> what, this was what did Garfield call McGuire? What was his burn about? Oh, did you bring the suit, or do you look like a uh, a hip youth minister? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, or do you uh, keep looking like a hip youth minister? Or or he's you... like, yeah, he's like, do you have your suit, or do you have, keep looking like a hip youth minister? Yeah, he pulls down his shirt, and he's like, it's right here. Right, and then like how McGuire like shoots webbing out of his arms. Oh, it comes out of you. Oh, you don't like, have web shooters. Like, how does that work? No, it's it's you great. Don't have web blockage. <laughs> does it come out anywhere else? I mean, it's just like just leave off my web. <laughs> yeah, it's like you guys back off, but it was uh, it, it was pretty good. Now it was twenty bucks. We bought it. I think we own it for life. I think we I think we got it. Right. I don't so, think that was a rental. I think we owned that. That was one movie I was desperately wanting to see in theaters. Didn't make it due to COVID or sick kids or everything oh, going Angie, on. Oh, Angie, no, we're going to see that in theaters. So I know, but I, I, you still got to hope for something, Katie. You still got to have that every line of hope, but. But now where does this tie into? I mean, do you think they're gonna keep going with Tom? I Holland? don't think so. You guys three movies? I I he's think done. he's I think he's done. But it did leave something for an opening at that very end credit. With Doctor Strange? No. Venom. Oh yeah, with Venom, right. So yeah, because that was good. You know, they even have <laughs> Venom at the end with He's hanging out at a bar drinking. And <laughs> in Mexico, I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? What is the Venom guy's name? Tom uh, Hardy? Tom Hardy. Yeah, Eddie. Eddie was there. Yeah. He's having the monologue with Venom in there. It's just like, yeah. he gets blit back into his multiverse, but a teeny tiny little splash of Venom is there. All right. So that'll be interesting to see what they bring. But I, I think with Marvel and Hardy, he's got his three. Hardy's done some pretty good movies on his own that other than Marvel. Uh, maybe he'll try and break out of the Marvel cape and do some more things. Well, didn't Marvel and Sony just have like this, no, we're not going to do this. We own this fucker. Sony, yeah. Sony bought the rights to Spider-Man. And in order for Sony to keep maintain the rights to Spider-Man, they have to put out X amount of movies over X amount of time. Hence why they had Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and now they had Tom Holland with the Marvel Universe. But do you think they're like, we're done, we're not going to do this I don't know, partnership like, anymore? The MCU, I think, has been completely dissolved right so now it's just disney right but so, i don't know what that again you know yeah. we're not like business people we don't know how this no works. and what i've heard is just you know scuttle from here to there whatever but i, I think if sony maintains the movies and keeps pumping out spider-mans that they could keep hold of it you need because it also showed the new preview for Doctor Strange and uh, Scarlet Witch. That's right. coming. You that, need to watch WandaVision and figure out what the fuck's going on. Right. So that'd be good. And I did not get through WandaVision. Like, you had a hard time watching that first episode. Yeah. yeah that, that first episode's a really like, I don't want to watch this QC bullshit. Get through the first two of them. And then it's like, wow. Is this like The Wire? Yeah, it's like the wire. <laughs> Talk about the wire. If you watch the first two seasons of the wire, you really get you really get into it. And oh, we did not get into <laughs> no, that. no, not get into the wire. But if you're looking for something to watch, um, definitely if you got the twenty years of Spider Man nostalgia that you and I have, you've been watching it since high school. Yep. Um, I still remember that shit in high school. I oh. thought that that was hot, hot shit. And I even still remember the fast food company for that Toby McGuire flick as to who uh, just like. 
hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Ooh. Parties. Parties. Nice. Parties and Dr. Pepper. Wow. That's, that's some nostalgia there. I, yeah, I blocked that out. It said, uh, it was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah. Who was the girl in the Tony McGuire? Oh, you fucking idiot. Kristen Dunst. Yeah. You're very attractive. <laughs> I think everybody just, I think I watched this for that. Oh, but. fuck you. You did not, did you? <laughs> I like Toby Maguire, though. You like Willem Dafoe. That was who you were Willem Dafoe was amazing. Willem Dafoe needs like four or five episodes alone. That guy's a... He can be creepy. Uh, he can be amazing. Have you watched Antichrist with him or not? Yeah, I watched that. I think Vance Boy put me on that. By the way. And he's like, you have to watch this. And I was like, oh, wow. And then there's some other terrible movie he made me watch that was just awful. What was it, like fucking Human Centipede? Oh, no, it was way that. worse than Human Centipede. It was like babies being sacrificed. It was awful, awful things that should never be put on, this, in the, on the film. Um, but Willem Dafoe. Why Defoe, would you cover that up? That's kind of like this. Why <laughs> would you watch that? <laughs> Why would you cover that up? <laughs> Rehab act. <laughs> I like to cut wood with a tank top. Yeah, you're just watching for the kids. Yeah, I that much. Just, just like, oh yeah, you're watching this for houses getting remodeled. Yeah, I love Detroit. <laughs> I love Detroit. <laughs> That's all of those rehab movies. All of them. You watch DIY TV. It's like, here's a weird, freakly dude, and then there's a very good-looking woman doing construction work. All yeah. of them. All of them are like that. There's like that one blonde chick. There's another blonde chick. They're all just like... Well, then you got like Magnolia, like... Uh, Chip and Joanne. Chip and Joanne. Yeah, things. and basically you watch that to see if Joanne's going to freak out on Chip. And Chip, you watch that for Chip. Like, yeah, you watch to see if Chip's gonna one either hurt himself or two. It's yeah. like, what the fuck am I doing? It's just everything Chip lap and open concept and just Chip being ridiculous. You see, I'm gonna get in that point in my life where we're gonna paint the fireplace white and put Chip lap on it. We just need Chip lap everywhere in an open concept. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, you like I like uh, the what was that called? I see. I can't remember. Uh, the games. The Oh, oh everybody's probably screaming at us, the poor listeners are just like, God damn it. You're right. Um, but you know what, kind of moving along though, as you're kind of searching for this, Spider-Man No Way Home, great movie. I recommend it, watch it. Yeah, I would definitely take the time, check it out. Uh, worth it. I think good way to uh, end the series. I'm looking on the interweb right now for... Should we? I know we're kind of running out of time here as you're still no, looking we're not, at this. We're out of time. We have plenty of time. But do you want to cover what else we've watched? Yeah. So uh, from Spider Man, we'll jump into Deadwood. Uh, Deadwood for the umpteenth time. Still awesome. Still holds out really. Yeah. Really well. No, I can just watch. It's a series you can watch every year because um, you forget about the little side New conversations and, and, else and, and then by like season three you're calling everybody cocksucker it just oh yeah it's like this <laughs> it's like when we start breaking bad every other word out of my mouth is bitch yeah bitch and then, and like... then automatically just kind of pop up like hey did you wash them dishes you cocksucker <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna feed you to the pigs fixer upper fixer upper there you go and like I said, Fixer Upper was good, and like it had his time, but it was just all, you know, chip lamp and chip destroying stuff. With his, like, 20 Mexican workers who did most of the work that did get enough. Yeah, that part doesn't really get yeah, uh, enough attention. It's like, oh, Chip's out feeding the cattle and hanging out with the baby lambs. And it's like, what, how's that project going? Hold on. Beep, beep, beep. 
hola, like, how you doing? <laughs> uh, CCC boss, uh, we we put the ship lap up. <laughs> Good. We put the ship lap up. Yeah, now, now open concept, CC, and then chip shows up. <laughs> wow, way to wow. crap all over that series. Yeah, um, so definitely uh, we're not getting the sponsorship from Magnolia. No, obviously. but let's go down the, you know, the Deadwood rabbit hole. For those who haven't watched it, it's on HBO. It was a three-year series. Now, I was told they quit making Deadwood because it cost too much. I thought it was like the same deal like when they did Rome. You know, great show. People loved it. Expensive as fuck. I get how I Rome's Deadwood expensive. Deadwood was the same way, though, too. But like Deadwood is just like they're all stuck in the trees in the mud. I it's, I don't know how the... Maybe it's the costumes. Maybe it's yeah, the scenery. Maybe. You know, after a while, that shit adds up. But it has my two favorite guys in it. You know, Timothy Oliphant. You know, your Seth Bullock guy, the yeah. sheriff. And then Ian McShane. Yeah, Ian McShane's amazing. Great voice. Oh, I would, great if I could have his voice, voice for like three days, I think I could rule the world. But it's um, just the way that they talk. Yeah. There's such a certain elegance to it. It's just beautiful. Uh, no, it really is. It is. The way it's how ruthless. they talk, like in the 1800s, right. it's just like almost a form of poetry. And then you have McShane's character, like cocksucker. Yeah, it's just. Fuckers. But even he could, like, he could turn it on and off. Yes. You know, he could be the. You know, the proud, just high prestige and so forth. And he just turns back into, you weren't here cutting down the trees with the beavers trying to kill us. I was here, you know, <laughs> cutting deadwood out of the mountain. Indians and beavers, you know, it's just like, God, it's talking that dead Indian chief's head. It's great. Um, I forgot about yeah, that. The chief. Yeah, it's so <laughs> fucked up. Now, the, the worst part about Deadwood, I'm going to say this with all love in the world, but is that they did a Deadwood movie, and it finally answered the great Soprano question. We needed a Soprano movie to end the series. Deadwood should have just been left it alone. It should have been left. The oh, movie should have no. just been left. You know, it was the same recap of all three seasons into an hour version. Here came George Hurst. Here came two big guys fighting. They're fighting over the camp. Here's the U.S. government. It just, they should have no, just left No, they should have left that alone. I, I mean, and then, of course... Uh, Spoiler alert for anybody who has not seen the Deadwood movie that's been out for like, what five years? Yeah, a while. Yeah, but McShane dies at the end, doesn't he? No. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, I think he literally died like right at the end. But oh, I suppose you're right. I can't even remember. I, I was can't just so remember disappointed it was with the alcoholism or something like that or yeah. whatever it was. But I'm about ninety nine percent. Oh my god! I just had a flash of McShane and his. Uh, uh, is uh stones is um uh, kidney stones you remember the scene it's just you know and, and uh, uh, trixie yeah trixie trixie you're like trying to take care of them just like god damn it well it's amazing the characters in that um even like uh calamity jane, jane calamity jane yeah. but she goes on to be in another series where she plays a prominent lawyer yeah um, was that uh, Ozark? She did Ozark, but do you remember she did also Castle Rock? Or maybe it was just second yeah. season where she played like the dentist or the dental hygienist. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's funny to watch. Like, what the fuck? It's funny to watch those characters what pop in and out. And it's some really good characters, even Nick Offerman. That was the one that surprised the shit out of me. Nude. Oh, like holding his junk. glory, like buck ass. Not buck ass, but like. Fully nude, full out. frontal. It was just. Ugh. Like, 
I tried, by the way, don't Google that. If you have <laughs> free time of trying to figure out, was that really him really naked or was yeah. that a prosthetic? <laughs> but that was someone who's like really super chubby too. Yeah. Like yeah. a Sin City chubby. Yeah, he was definitely Nick Offerman, full frontal nudity. So that's... And then, who else was in it? Like my guy, Jim Beavers from Supernatural. He plays a role in it. Yeah, there's just a lot of... Lot of like... Your Hitchcock or Scully, Sully. Yeah. He's in it. He's in it. like one bit. Oh, yeah, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's like, holy shit, that's the first time I've never seen him without a flat top. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of characters popping in and out. So if you guys haven't watched it, be sure you check out Deadwood. And just know if you do watch all three series, you'll be calling everybody cocksucker. Yeah, this is definitely not a kid-friendly show. At all. We have to turn it down because I'm afraid Joe's going to walk out of his bedroom one night <laughs> and just be like, cocksucker. <laughs> Last 10 minutes, um, I pulled up a classic, uh, a classic for our generation anyways, great movie that needs to be played more often. And when it came out, it was hailed and heralded for quite a while. Won several awards, got a lot of nominations, and that is Cinderella Man with Mr. Russell Crowe, Paul Giamatti, and Renee Zellweger. And uh, Ron Howard Howard directed. Ron Howard knocks it out of the park. Even today, 20 years later almost. I'm not saying that he doesn't. No, I never said he did. We like Ron Howard. Yeah, but we got in this discussion before we started potting. I'm not a big Renee Zellweger fan. No. But looking her up. She has killed it. She Holy is. Holy shit. So, like, we looked up Renee Zellweger. Now, mind you, my first experience with Renee Zellweger was me, myself, and Irene. And that was with Jim Carrey. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, Jim, it is by True far story. amazing. True story. I was in Port Dodge visiting my grandmother, <laughs> and I begged my mom to let me go see a movie just to get out of grandma's house for a little bit. That was the afternoon matinee. It was me and one other motherfucker in that theater watching that. It's just like, holy shit, I can't believe I could to watch this. <laughs> it is outrageously <laughs> funny and... She I, she was good in that, but she it wasn't just like oh wow. But you wouldn't think that person would go on to knock out the following awards. So for best actress Academy Award, she's had uh, four four times going up. She got nominated twice. So she was nominated for Bridget Jones Diary. Mm-hmm. She is nominated for Chicago. Mm-hmm. O two O three, and then she won best supporting actress for Cold Mountain. And then 2020, she won for Best Actress in Judy. I did not see Judy. I remember it flashing by, but that was also COVID. Yeah, we had other shit on our minds. Yeah, and I, but it's amazing. And then uh, same thing for other, so, I mean, she's had four, two nominations and two wins for Academy Awards. Um, same person who did me, myself, and Irene, which just blows me away. You know, you know what they say. Sometimes you gotta do the shit films in order to get yeah. some nice stuff. But then you forget things like Jerry Maguire. She oh, was yeah. she was in that. And then um keeping looking through Nurse Betty, that was two thousand. What was that for? Oh, that was this that was just the uh, comedy film, Nurse Betty. She got that from Dallas Fort Worth Critics oh, Film. I don't remember that one. But like you just look through uh, Wikipedia, a huge, huge amount of awards, prestigious awards for several. I mean, she's had five or six really amazing movies. I truly believe she should have got something for Cinderella Man. Um, I thought she was very good in that. Paul Giamatti got Best Supporting, I believe, what nomination. Year was Cinderella Man, two thousand and six, maybe two thousand five when it came out. 
So uh, Paul Giamatti was nominated for Cinderella Man for Best Supporting Actor. Um, that's just, and then Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture, as for Golden Globe, got nominated. But I mean, Paul Giamatti, another heavy hitter who had a lot of kind of, I don't know, he had some kind of goofy movies, you know, but he was in a lot of, a lot of good ones like Sideways. I forget, you know, I don't forget about Sideways, but um, I got nominated um, for Best Actor in a Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. Uh, John Adams, he won in a miniseries for HBO. Motion Picture, Barney's Version, he won. I didn't watch that one. Need to check that out. Um, Too Big to Fail, Best Supporting Actor. So, I mean, Paul Giamatti's a, a mountain of an uh, actor as well. But it kind of goes to that, like, um, quote Denzel Washington said in one of his commencement speeches, like, you hang around a barbershop long enough, you're going to get a haircut. Like, mm-hmm. you work with enough great people and do enough movies, like, you're going to get nominated for something that's going to hit your stride. But Cinderella, man, he was excellent. I thought Russell Crowe was probably his best movie of all time. Even, like, Gladiator. Yeah, even Gladiator and so forth. I think it was him, like, one, actually acting and portraying somebody, like, of historical value but i mean even like gladiator he was good but it's still like he's russell crowe oh fight around the world you know oh yeah that was like the south park yeah that was the south park yeah that's when south park was making fun of russell crowe but no i i haven't seen it i know that you and evie were watching it she seemed to like it oh cinderella man yeah oh it's excellent no it takes place um it follows the career of jim braddock the bulldog of uh, new jersey and basically they are doing very well. He's a young man, married. And like, it's it's based off Braddock's life, but there's some, uh, how do I want to say, some- Historical liberties? Liberties taken with his, with his story. So like when he was boxing, they were married with a couple of young kids, but like this takes polar, like they have three kids and the youngest is like four mm-hmm. and the other kids are older. It didn't happen that way. So it but, looks like he has a young family. Yeah, and but basically he got hit hard by the depression, lost a ton of cash, um, was taking you know the equivalent of food stamps or money from New Jersey. You know he was on top, hit rock bottom, um, was fighting like crazy trying to support his family, was fighting hurt, and basically broke his hand, which led him to becoming a southpaw like a better boxer because he had to, he had to use his, you know, he broke his right hand as good one. So he had to use his left hand for work on the docks. Um, he got a fight and that fight led him to becoming heavyweight champ. Like there was like one fight after another, after another, and led him to being heavyweight champion of the world for two years. And then he lost the title to Joe Lewis. And then Joe Lewis quoted like the most courageous fighter I ever fought was Jim Braddock. You know, this guy, I mean, he went from the top to rock bottom, dirt poor, and brought it back. It's that whole American spirit, American dream. It really sounds like this is what Rocky was based off. Yeah, and I think Rocky was based off Braddock. I really do. You know, the Italian stallion, you know, same deal. Working the docks, you know, he's a leg breaker for the, you know, the mob, the Rocky version of it. But Yeah, I'm um, just like, I've seen this movie before. Yeah, we have. (laughs) And, but it... At least six times. <laughs> it has an amazing cast and had a really good story. And you know, then he went on, he won um, heavyweight champion of the world, and then he went and fought World War II. 
came back, had like a heavy equipment and construction company after World War II. That was kind of nice you know? reading about that, like at the end credits. Right. Like he was able to buy a nice house for his family with yeah, that when he money. Yeah, when he won the heavyweight title, he bought the bought their house, which they lived in to the day they died. Yeah. You know? And it seemed like they stayed married and all that right. fun stuff, so that was pretty cool. It's just, it's just one of those things, but it's like, you know, Jim, the quote was like, Jim, he like everyone's praying and listening and hoping because Jim's fighting for all of us. I mean, everybody was just damn broke and had nothing. That that was the only glimmer of hope that they had going is that somebody can pull themselves up from it. Yeah. And um, Ron Howard did an amazing well, job. I, it seems like mostly any Ron Howard movie is fantastic. Yeah, that guy's been in it since birth. I mean, go back to freaking Happy Days. Go back to Andy Griffith's show. I mean, that guy knows how to make a solid movie. So. Anyways, guys, this is wrapping up part two. Um, I went to Ikea on my Milwaukee trip. I like how we're finishing this. Yeah, and I didn't get any Swedish meatballs, which everybody told me I should have. And uh, it was definitely interesting walking through that place. Um, I was taken back by, like, the seven Ikea flags as you, like, enter the parking lot. And it just made me think of uh, crazy culture i guess i don't want to go down that road it's just weird like you roll into that parking lot it's just ikea 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 but um yeah so i did that um what else did i experience that was interesting well we got the camper kind of set up yeah got the camper life going put some stairs on it uh, redid some steps and uh started taking all the packages from amazon that we bought for stuff for the camper and started making it into a little home for over the summer so that'll be a fun experience so you guys will be able to listen to that coming up so can we take our stuff on the road when we're camping do you think sure bring a laptop and we can pod awesome. we can pod straight from yellowstone all the amazing Ooh. places we see what we watch and what we don't we so. did not find kevin costner this was very deceiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah where where's costner is he here anyways yeah. hey i hope you guys enjoyed uh stay tuned or listen for next week hopefully this is andrew and this is katie movies and bs night, night.